Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 36. I'd like to apologize for being off the air for the last week. And the two days of this week, I was out of town um, performing a wedding. And I didn't have no way to get my Wi-Fi to work to broadcast the podcast. And then traveling back home, we were traveling. I had no way when we were traveling to do the podcast back and there. And I couldn't find the one to fill in for me. So that's why the podcast hasn't been on. We are going to go back to regular things today. And then tomorrow, I mean um, next Monday, the podcast will be back online at like it should be to get recorded and I apologize and but I do appreciate when I got back into town last night that I went to the website the app where I record this at and I seen that there was a big jump of uh, people listening I appreciate that um, uh, the podcast is still going to be around um but I apologize. I had assurances that where I was going to be staying at my cousin's house that the podcast I would have Wi-Fi to do the podcast and they lost their Wi-Fi and <clears throat> so we uh, they're strong. They had a regular internet thing and because I didn't want to do Wi-Fi because it knocks out you know, off a cell phone because it knocks out quickly, uh, where sometimes it kicks us off. But I didn't have a stable stream, so I apologize. But we are back, and we're going to start. We're going to today. We're going to be starting with a a song called "But God." But before we do that, we're going to be studying a Bible study on the subject "But God," and we're going to I'm going to share four different thoughts on that, and then we have our prayer request and. Closing remarks. So let's get into the song, But God. Let's go help people customize and save with Liberty Mutual. Okay, who said it? Sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties here. Keep on out of bed. He thought that I wouldn't. He never did again. The devil thought he had. 
Amen. Amen. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but we got them worked out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But God. And that's true. But God. And that's what we got to remember. <coughs> Excuse me. Allergies are acting up. But God. And I am going to read a little bit out of the the book that we've been studying is called J.V. Phillips for this day. It's devotional. And the day is But God. The reading today. And then we'll pick up Monday with anything. But I want to read it to you and then we'll go uh, what God's put on my heart to share. It says, But God, when we were at school, we were told that the connection but it is used to introduce a contrast idea a sentence can go merely enough and then a but comes in and a different idea appears it is because the idea of God is a contrasting one that the writer of the Bible so often uses that phrase but God they write of the plans, the thoughts, and desires, and the hope of all men. And again and again comes the word of contrast, but God. It is a contrasting ideal because the man who wrote the scripture wrote from the spiritual point of view. And the living of the men about whom they were writing were living from man's point of view. Man thought thoughts and plans and hopes and fears without God so that when their history comes to be written from the spiritual that it is the true point of view of the words but God are frequently interjected. So basically what this is saying everything that we live Man sees from a point of view. Alright? And as they were talking about in English classes, as they're telling you how to congregate verbs and, and adverbs and nouns and stuff, when you write a sentence, another ideal comes up. It says, but. Well, the writer is trying to say, in our lives as a point of view, Men is trying to point a point of view of a certain person or a certain place or a certain thing in the Bible. But then they said they saw something happen, but God did this. All right. And that's what the writer of J.B. Phillips is pointing out here. Now, we are actually going to. I went to the Bible and there's four scriptures where it said but God okay and these four things that God put on my heart is a message to us in this Bible study it's kind of a Bible study sermon today but God alright so the first one we're going to look at today if you got your devices or your Bible with you either one is fine because you know if you have a cell phone you can get a Go to 
you can go to um, your Bible app store and get a free version of the Bible. Alright? As we're doing this. You can pause this podcast because it is getting recorded. Download the app. And then come back and record and go to where I tell you. But I'm going to continue. It's Genesis chapter... We want Genesis chapter number 1. I mean chapter number 8, excuse me. And we're going to look at verse 1. It said, And God remembered Noah and every living thing. Okay. God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind pass over the earth and the water. Hold on, I want a different Bible version because I want you to see the word but God. Okay, I'm going to go to one of my other Bible apps. Sorry for that. It says I want you to see what God is saying here. Okay. Hallelujah. (coughs) For some reason, I'm having trouble finding that. Hmm. Well, I'll just do this. But God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made the wind to pass over the earth, and the water subside. Now, if you know your Bible reading, that God commissioned Noah on behalf of him to and his family, not God's family, Noah's family, to build an ark, to save what was God made. Because at this point in life, God was sorry he made human beings. He was his creation. And how evil things had become. And how evil things were going. And as he went through and full, he only found one person that and his family that would live the way God wanted them to live. And I believe through this miracle act of building this altar for God that this ark that was going to be for people who serve God that because it took Moses a long time to build this ark. Noah, not Moses, I should say Noah, excuse me, to build this ark. And People went by every day asking them what they were going to do. He said, well, there's a rainstorm coming. It's going to flood the earth. And God told me to build it so we get inside. These people thought he was crazy. And you can go back to Genesis chapter 8 and probably 7, maybe starting in 6, to find out the whole story. Okay? But at this point, we're in verse 8. I mean, Noah 8, 1. 
I mean, Genesis 8, 1, Noah and them at this point, the earth was flooded. And it was supposed to be flooded for quite a long time. But it said, but God remembered Noah and the animals and his family. And the water started to subside. So, what is this telling us here? What this is telling us here is this. No matter how you feel, okay, that God is not with you or God don't see what's going on. But God remembers you. God is with you every step of your way. God is with you every step that you take. Every journey that you take. Alright? Sometimes, even though he's with you, we cause the silence between us and God. Because when we sin, God can't bless that sin. God can't answer that prayer. Alright? As I was studying for uh, my sermon for this Sunday coming up, And even though it was kind of not on the subject, the thought came up as I, I mean, as I was reading. God revealed to me. Sometimes the world answers don't get prayer. Christian prayers don't get answered is because we are not coming to him with a pure heart. Sometimes there is sin in our lives and that we don't know about. There is sins that sometimes we cause and we don't realize. But most time there is sins that are in our lives that teach us, you know, that, hey, we got to deal with it. God cannot bless a person that is sinning willfully. Okay? You need to go to God and ask him to forgive you. There's certain things that we need to do in prayer. And before we go, first of all, we need to thank God for everything he's done us. Second of all, we need to go to God and ask him to forgive us for anything that we might have done. And specific things that we know we might have done. Then, we know that God will forgive us and he'll throw our sins as far as the east is from the west. Then God can start blessing you or helping you. Now, other times that God might not, he might say maybe, he might not say right now, because God knows the middle, the end, and the beginning of our lives, all right? And he wants to make sure you are living the best life that you can live for God, okay? So, when things go away, when things go wrong in our life today, It's not always because God allowed it. It's because sometimes we are not right with him. Okay? Or it might be something that he's not, he's waiting for the right time and moment to come in to do it. Okay? So God does remember us. Okay? Sometimes it's because of sin in our lives that he doesn't answer. And sometimes it's not right now or later. Or maybe, or it might even be no. But God does remember us. Alright? Let's go to the second thought. 
which we'll find in Genesis 48. Genesis 48. Hallelujah. God is good. And he's good all the time. Genesis 48. And we're going to look at verse number 21. Genesis 48, 21. Genesis 48, verse 21, and it says, And Israel said unto Joseph, Behold, I die, but God shall be with you and bring you again unto the land. Hmm. Bring you again into the land of your father okay and I'm gonna change that that but God will shall be with you and bring you again it's there but God shall be with you and bring you again unto the land of your father now at this point if you read the New Testament about Joseph and his brothers and how they told their dad that they killed him and they put him in a hole and then then um, the brothers pulled him out later, sold him to Mennonites. The Mennonites sold him sold him to Egypt and he became and then you know multiple positions of servants, thrown in prison and then put into second in command of of end of uh Egypt, because of what interpreting the dream for the king, and then he the king let him run it and do it. But here, Israel, and it's not talking about the town, the city of Israel, it's talking about his dad, which was Jacob, then renamed to Israel, telling him that you won't be here forever, but God will remember us, remember you. Oh, I mean, be with us and be with you and bring you back to where you belong. Now, when the time came for Israel to be back, the Israelites to come back, Israel was dead, or Jacob, and so was Joseph, and they carried Joseph's bones to the promised land. All right? God will be with you. Not only remember, he will be with you throughout everything you do until the day he calls you home to get to your promised land. And Joseph was blessed in Egypt. God was with him. God was with him even before he talked to his dad about that thing, that conversation that they had. 
God is with them, and God was with Israel until a new king came and started enslaving them. Now, God was still with them, but God was trying to teach this new Pharaoh king that you can't push my people or me around, and you just let us go. And you'll find out that, hey, you have a better life not messing with me and my people because me and my people are holy well the pharaoh king kept saying no 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 yes you can go but then no and then all kinds of plagues came on over over egypt and to the very last plague where the firstborn sons of all the nation of egypt was killed and that's what's called the Passover. Okay? But God was with them and blessed them and helped them through it. They endured a little bit of hardship, just like some of us Christians. And I think God allowed this to be put in the Bible to show us yes, as Christians, we're going to have hardships, but He is with us and He's going to bring us through. But we got to have the faith to trust Him. But. God, no matter what comes against you, but God is with you and he will bring you through in the end. Alright? Now, the third thought I want to share with you today is is on Genesis chapter 50 and we're going to look at verse 20. And it says, but as for you, he thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass at his end this day and save much people alive. Basically, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit. Said, but God, you know, we got evil things coming against us, but God has meant them unto good and brings us to pass. In other words, when things come against us, there's a reason he allows it. He meant it for good. And down the road, you'll see how he meant it for good. We kind of discussed that already. So we're going to look at the final thought here today in our Bible study on but God. At 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Chapter number 23. And we're going to look at verse 14. Samuel twenty three fourteen And David abode in the wilderness and stronghold, and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Zepa, and Saul saw him every day, but God delivered him not into his hands. <clears throat> but God did not give David into his hands, King Saul's hands, because he was one of God's people. And two, he was supposed to be the next king of Israel. And three, David didn't do nothing wrong to King Saul. And even though people might be threatening you, but God will not give them him you into them 
Alright? Why? Because he loves and he's going to protect you and he's holy. Now, there is some things that God might allow to us. We might get hurt. We might get beaten. We might get raped. We might get shot. You know. And I'm not saying God's not protecting you. Sometimes we step into situations that we're not supposed to be stepping into. Alright? And sometimes we react. Or it could be actions of others that put you in that situation. Like we hear stories on TV of little kids on drive-bys uh, getting shot and killed. When they were after another person in the house. Because they just put bullets through the wall. And it killed the little baby. Or it killed the little girl or little boy. And. You know. Sometimes we put. People in our own. Situations. And sometimes God allows it. To teach. That person. Hey you can't live that kind of life. But I do want to say the ones that I think God let get affected and let get hurt or let get killed, the ones that get killed, God was their time to go to heaven. All right? And that's why God did not intervene. It was their time to go to heaven. All right? That's what I believe. Because if you're a Christian, and they just said that here, and you're for David... And it's not your time. God's going to protect you and help you. Not give you into the hands of other people. Okay? But if it is your time, he'll allow it to happen to bring you home. And you'll be happy for it. Your loved ones may not be, but you'll be happy for it. Okay? I believe it's anything that goes wrong. When we lose people. Is because it was their time, especially during this coronavirus time. You know, God might have not intervened in some of our prayers being answered because it was their time to come, anyways. Because we all have a destiny and a thing to do. So, what have we learned here today in this Bible study? Well, we learned that God remembers us. He's He's with us. He intends bad things for good. Allow bad things to intend for good in our lives. And he protects us. Alright. Except when time except when our time he protects us also because he's taking us home to him. So he always protects us. Alright. That what we learned here so far for this Bible study about God. Now Monday we're going to be talking so you can maybe do some subject on it and I'll tell you let me look ahead Monday's date is the 25th I believe and we're going to be talking about there is the word that's what we're going to be talking about there is the word and I will be on the air Monday for this and ready to do this for you but right now even though we're running 
a minute over because I tried to keep this within 30 minutes, but we're going to go over a little bit. We're going to go over our prayer request, and then I'm going to have our closing, my closing remarks. Uh, the prayer list <coughs> has changed a little bit, but not much. We're still praying for my dad for his aorta. He had a test done. I don't, it got canceled. They, uh, no, it did get done. I don't know the results yet. So I'll get those results and get them to you. My mom did have surgery. She's coming along nicely. A healing. Um, she, the doctor, she seen the doctor yesterday. She had a high halo, high halo, uh, high halo hernia surgery. Um, they are letting her to start eat off her wet diet, liquid diet, and um, so. But we still have issues with her heart that they got to do in her back. So we're going to continue to pray for that. My cousin Margaret, her leg, and uh, we need prayer for that. And we need um, still have prayer for you know the the grieving of her mother. And her father. Um, she's doing okay. I seen her. We went to her mother's memorial Sunday. That's another reason why I was out of town. And then we got pray for Lloyd. Um, he still has cancer. I've been trying to get an update on him. But we haven't seen him walking lately. But we've seen visitors at the house. So we're hoping that everything's okay with him. Um, then my... My friend Sean, who's like a brother from another mother to me, his unspoken, he continue wants that, and his mom's hip re re uh, recovery, I gotta find out more about that. Then for my brother-in-law Paul and us, things are not going very well, he's being kind of pushy and boiling, and, and all we want to do is be peaceful and you know, really all we want is be here for the winter because the house is on the market. Well, the house can be on the market while we're here, but he's he, he's determined to want us out of here. We just want to stay through the winter, and we are paying the bills right now. And so hopefully they don't go to court. So we're going to pray for that. And then I got pray for my, bro, uh, my friend Paul. Uh, out in Georgia and his daughter for his back and she don't get coronavirus at school then for my aunt Denise's back and now one that we're and I took some off but now we're at one we're adding the Roberts family with my cousin Sharon when we we're talking about her her father-in-law dying well that was the wedding that I was doing my cousin Sharon's son was getting married and she fell and cracked her tailbone off the, her son's porch and I don't know exactly. She went to the doctor and found that out. Then she was supposed to go. She went through like a walk-in clinic. And she was supposed to go to uh, her regular position to find out more. But there's not much to do. No medicine. Just keep her on Tylenol until it heals. And then I have an unspoken from that ministry ideals that God's given me. And so we just got to trust God and with that stuff so we're going to pray for this stuff and then we're going to have our closing remarks and close dear heavenly father i lift up my father james to you right now in the name of jesus i just ask you to still touch this aneurysm in this aorta lord we just ask you to continue to touch and heal him lord
and let everything go the way you want with his heart. And Lord, I ask you to be with my mom's heart that she's been having problems with and also her back problems she's been having problems with and continue to heal her through this uh, surgery recovery. I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret Lord and her hip, her bad leg, and help her with the grieving of her mother and father, Lord. I ask you to be with Lloyd and this cancer as you continue to touch and heal him. I ask you to be with my brother Sean from another mother. I ask you to be with his unspoken. I ask you to be with his mom's hip recovery. I ask you to be with my brother-in-law and us, Paul. And us, Lord, as we deal with this situation going on between us, Lord, we just ask you to soften his heart, and Lord, and we just ask you to let us get the knowledge we need to protect ourselves too, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia and his daughter. I ask you to touch my friend's Paul's back and heal him. I ask you to be with his daughter and don't let her get coronavirus. I ask you to be with my Aunt Denise and her back. She did something moving stuff around two weeks ago. I just ask you to continue to touch and heal her. I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon's back. I'm tailbone, Lord. I ask you to help that she can get back to work, Lord, because she wants to get back to work. We just ask you to help her with the pain and help her get what she needs to get with to get back to work. And then we ask you to be with that ministry unspoken, Lord. And other things and then you might be answering that as I speak Lord and Lord I just ask you to help with all this stuff in Jesus name Amen and Amen well what have we learned here today I think what we learned here today is basically God is with us every step of the way and with everything is going on but we got to remember, but God is there and he's going to help us through it all. That's what we learned here today. Um, I am going to be back on the air Monday. And I thank you for all the listenings that I've seen while we were off the air. But we are back on the air. Um, we might be adding a day soon. I'm not sure. We might be adding a Sunday soon doing the podcast I might not be directly talking as I'm doing here saying hi to you guys um, I might be doing if this might be put it on as um, well actually I probably will say oh, say hi because Sunday mornings you guys need some service time too um, I'm not exactly sure I'll let you know when that starts happening it could possibly happen this Sunday. Uh, but if it does, you'll get a little surprise. But it's something I got to talk to the church staff here and see how, and the pro, you know, the programming people and help me get the things we do that we do. But we got a lot coming up to me moving into new things. And I thank you for listening. And I like to say, God bless you. Be kind to one another. Help one another. Love one another. And support one another in this time. Because we're in times that we all need this help and support. On that note, I like to say, God bless you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host for God's Internet Church Podcast. Saying, God bless you. And see you next time for God's Internet Church. And God bless you.
um, God's Internet Church podcast, episode 37, Monday. And God bless you and have a good week.